0: are sitting on the field of victims, the salted pork is particularly good. Fool of a took, throw yourself in next time and rid us of your stupidity. You shall not pass!
1: Welcome to the Salted Pork Podcast, hosted by Michael Brinkett and Matthew Mole.
0: one yes what about second breakfast what about pork! Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the second episode of the salted pork podcast it is particularly good joining me tonight as always is my son of gloin brinkhead of the shire after dark, extraordinaire and photographer of many, many Hobbit settings in New Zealand, Brinkat, how are you, buddy? Good, good. How are I'm you good, going, mate? I'm good. Uh, we are we are on a very funny timetable today. We are determined by your daughter's sleep, and we have a guest from oh wait, from our cousin podcast. We're the salted pork. He's from the <laughs> Pepper Pig and Star Wars spelt out. My bunk mate and room roomie for. Housemate from a celebra- celebration, Josh Chapman. How are you, buddy? Hey guys, I didn't even consider the Pepper Pig salted pork <laughs> connection.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like it's all those clever. hot takes. Like, yeah, it's like I, 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 frequently, not frequently, but every now and then, I'll search through like Twitter timelines on the Pepper Pig, like Twitter, because you know Pepper Pig will trend quite. You know, every now and then, Boris Johnson will talk about Pepper Pig or something. You will know, be there'll be a little upshot. So every now and then somebody famous will talk about Peppa Pig, but for the most part it's usually hot cake hot takes of somebody going like with a piece of bacon going, Look, it's Peppa Pig in the sun or something like that, or some really sort of hacky kind of pepper pig thing. But at least this connection's pretty good, mate. I'll I'll it's let that pre- one it's pass. Pre- it's pretty so rock right. solid.
0: We are within the same DNA cloth, salted pork, pepper pig. Yep.
1: Yeah. Five minute pepper pig episodes have pretty little to do with, you know,
0: 80-minute <laughs> Ring of Power episodes and things. but oh, I as uh, Star Wars fans, you know, you know, most of us, you know, before a Mando episode or a Bobka Boba Fett episode or even an Andor episode, we usually, oh, I wonder how, many, how long it is today. Is it going to be 40 minutes? Is it going to be 27 minutes? Is it 51 minutes? But every Ring of Power is like an hour 10.
1: Uh, I had some mates over to watch the Brownlow the other night. We've been doing Rings of Power on like a Sunday night. A couple of my mates have come over mm-hmm. and watched it. And they came over the night of the brown low and we're like, oh, all right, if we start at around seven thirty like we normally do, we'll be done in time to the start of the count. And I think it would end up being about eighty minutes that episode. So we we didn't come we didn't get to the brown low till about halfway through round six or seven, I think, by the time we, we got wow. through it. And one of my mates came over to watch the brown low and he had no interest in laundering. He's just
0: sitting there going, Uh yeah, this um it's got much longer to run on this? So I'm like, I don't Gee, really know. The Brown Low moves at a very slow pace and uh I feel I feel for your mate. If, he, if he's not a big fan of Lord of the Rings, he's 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 had a real entree of slowness into into the brown, though, So
1: Yeah, he's like,
0: this isn't exciting enough.
1: I want to get the exciting of Gil McLaughlin saying, you know, Al P-
0: two votes, Petrucca mm. one vote. Well, we're here. We're not talking Star Wars today. We're taking a break from all that. We're going to talk Rings of Power and and the other Dragony goodness, House of the Dragon. Brinks, how is the ring of power for you, buddy? How are you? How are you holding up? Six episodes in. Um, look, I, I think it's it's finally
2: starting to get exciting. It's taken a good five or six episodes to get to the point of waiting each week for the next episode to come out. Um, this is our second episode, and I think we're originally going to record after every episode to break it down and digest it, but. Um, it's been a bit of a slow burn to get to where we are now and it's it's really starting to sort of fire up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited slow, for it Slow now.
0: burn seems to be the flavour of the month. We we're Andor's been a bit of a slow burn. And, uh, Josh, what about you, mate? How are you? How are you six episodes in?
1: Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I'm not uh, – I mean, I'm a fan of the movies. Um, I've kind of read the books, some of them, some of the way. I'm going to get pronunciations wrong. It's going to be a bit strong I'm going to go like, "Oh, that guy with the hair did this," or you know, "This happened." I'm not going to be able to, you know, drop Numenor or Galadriel or all these things properly at all times. So just be aware of that. But uh, yeah, like I sort of knew enough about the lore and things coming into it to find it interesting, but also not know enough about the story in general to be to go, "Oh, well, I see where this is going." You know, I know that this is, this. you know, when I sort of went, oh, a sealed URL, I know that name. Okay, I, I get the, the significance that that's this guy and all those people and things. But, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It looks like it costs a bazillion, bajillion dollars. The money's on the screen, uh, which is cool. Um, yeah, and it definitely feels like it's it's heating up. It feels like it's sort of hit, hit a pretty pivotal pivotal point in, in the thing. And, yeah, I, I like. I didn't mind the, the slow burn. I think it had a lot of legwork to do and establish a lot of stuff. So,
0: yeah. It's going well. Uh, it has been it has been really good. I mean, you know, I was talking to you yesterday. We we really are living in this golden age of television. Like Monday is House of Dragon Night, Wednesday is Andor and and Friday is um Rings of Power and you really the the week to week waits between all of them are just significantly shortened by 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 the content that you have to sort of fill the void and I don't think we've ever had a period like this. I mean, if there was if there was a really awesome Marvel show coming out on Thursdays, we literally have almost every day of the week covered. Um Yeah, if I mean, if they never made like a Peter Jackson
1: just couldn't get those movies up in the two thousands, and Lord of the Rings had just become a thing that hadn't been made, it would be a streaming show. Now it would be a you know a five season. Whatever. They would just they would just fight they would just stretch it out and, and tell the story like this if they were doing it from the ground up, I reckon. I don't think there would be any sort of question about that. So yeah, we're living in a golden age where you can just tell mm-hmm. these stories and like you said, Lord of the Rings one day, Star Wars another day. House of Dragon. Um, what a world. It's- House of the Dragon another day, yeah. It's just that weird, that jumping from <laughs> <laughs> Like we watch The Rings of Power on the Sunday night, and then we'll watch House of Dragon on the Monday night, and then you go, Oh yeah. The violence really does take a turn on one thing to the other. Although how, um, Rings Visa Power is pretty violent in places too. Like it actually is quite a few bits in that. I was like, oh.
2: Some of the fighting scenes with the old yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's been
0: pretty full on pretty early. I mean, early on, episode one and two, which we got, you know, all at once, I mean, just very long episodes and they were good. Like they set the scene very early because, you know, you know, just like I think like with Styles of the Kenobi, you have to be so careful with this sort of storyline. Like it's so sacred and universally loved by huge fans, small fans, casual fans, and you know, hardcore fans. And for, so far, I mean i I really feel like they haven't really hurt anything or hasn't been too much uproar i mean we've had some you know there's always people that whinge there's there's always the whingers, and they they came out early but recently the last few episodes have been really hit hit the mark really well and and you know i mean have i haven't seen a good a horse scene since you know the rohan scenes from um from the movie trilogy and that was that was pretty epic like the way that that shot of all the horses coming across as they were coming to save the villagers in the southlands it was Pretty epic. What did you think, Brinks? Yeah, look, I, I'm liking
2: um, some of the new stuff we didn't really see in The Lord of the Rings, uh, some of the stuff at sea and some of the ships the elves have, um, you know, going from world to world. That's pretty exciting um, and some new scenery as well um, and seeing some of those characters that we are quite familiar with in The Lord of the Rings trilogy in the books. Um you know some of the uh, i guess backstories to the elves um a bit about the dwarves as well um and you know possibly the halfwoods being uh you know descendants of hobbits that's uh, pretty exciting stuff
0: mm, they're saying that the half are sort of the amazon creation because were, were they written about in the books or Josh and know. <laughs> Um I mean Neil Gaiman mentioned something that, but I mean I I'm not as Yeah I think they I think it is established that Hobbits were sort of
1: were, were travelers or wanderers before they actually settled in the Shire when they did so I think you know I mean they're short people with pointy ears and hairy feet so mm. I think you can establish that that's them I mean it's taking a lot of creative licenses as far as I know and I watched I've been watching recaps and stuff and there's a very good uh YouTube site uh called In Deep Geek yeah. um which is, he actually does uh, House of the Dragon and he does Lord of the Rings and he's this bloke, Robert from Britain and he's got a very nice speaking voice in the way he talks about stuff and it's very good. He was like, you know, what is Mordor? Well, blah blah blah, and he'll he'll break it down, and he kind of he floats between the hardcore and the and the accessible, and so I've watched a few of his recaps, and he'll kind of go, well, and they you know Tolkien mentioned that you know, Hobbits once wandered around somewhere before they were at the Shire, and blah blah blah. So there's a little plug for him. I think he's got like half a million subscribers, so he probably doesn't really need oh, our I'm help. Sure he's, but I'm sure he's be anyway, so
0: pleased that our, our little plug. He'll today. be so pleased to get the bump. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, look, I'm really I, you know, I'm enjoying it as well the story. I think the design's really good. I'm really one of the things I really liked, and I didn't realise how much I missed them, probably from the Hobbit movies, and I, I don't mind those Hobbit movies, but um orcs in makeup. Like real life orcs, not sort of weird CG orcs. Um, I think the orc design in this is really good. Like it's sort of obviously Carries on a, a design chain uh, link from the original films because I think John How and uh, is involved, who was on the original film, but just different, same but different, familiar yet different. I think they've done a really good job with those with the orcs and stuff, and I like how they're all basically just Cockney bastards from <laughs> from the east of London <laughs> as well, which is uh, seems to be the default sort of thing for orcs.
2: Yeah, there's a few stereotypes. The Halfwoods as well, with their uh, was Irish, Welsh, Scottish.
1: Yeah, well, the um, dwarves are definitely Scottish, and the, the, yeah, the the half foot seem to be somewhere sort of proto Irish or northern, you know, your northern sort of Lancashire area and stuff as well. So yeah, and the um, the elves uh, are all a bunch of private school kids. <laughs> so yeah. well, I mean, it's funny
0: Eddie B, who was our first guest, messaged me bloody one a.m. on when was it saturday morning so 1 a.m saturday our time he's like have you seen it and i'm like dude I'm, it's 1 a.m i'll talk to you in the morning and <laughs> and then I, and i hadn't seen it actually because i i i i, 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 we, I watched it but I, like i said on the other podcast every I've, I've, I've fallen asleep in almost every episode because we watched it we start about 10 30 at night after all the baby stuff is done the house is clean and then you know it's just so dense and you got to really concentrate And we got like subtitles on and and the sound real low and it's i just keep drifting off and then having to catch up the next day because Andrea stays up every time and then i get all this fomo the next morning because she knows she's like i know what happened i'm like um (laughs) and so i'm catching up and
1: um i'm a few days behind so like i said i've been watching on the sunday so and I haven't found it's been too bad. I mean, my Twitter is pretty well curated anyway, and don't really have anybody who tweets spoilers and stuff. So there's no there's no, no Mordor
0: um, Kessel Run transmission type people or.
1: <laughs> yeah i mean because i don't follow any you know like i don't follow any lord of the rings fan sites so it's only if it's somebody sort of in the the star wars world that i follow on my personal twitter who happens to be fans <laughs> and there's definitely a crossover mm-hmm. but at the same time you know they don't those people don't spoil star wars stuff so they don't i don't I'm really expect them to follow Sparrow, uh rings of power stuff so well
2: don't don't follow the house of the dragon facebook page they seem to have screenshots and set shots two episodes ahead and they're notorious for oh, posting really? <laughs> the next episodes, um, screenshots before the current episodes even come out. So you sort of see, um, uh, yeah, a lot of what's coming and you just get ultra confused. So if you're not up to date, it can be a bit of a, a
0: oh, I like spin. that. I like that. Here are a few stills from the next episode to come. Cause you know, I've got to say like of all the three, shows on content like the house of dragon i'm the most excited on a month i think i don't know why it's because it's monday and like you know it's also 11 o'clock in the middle of the day like public holiday this week as soon as the kid went down i was like tapping my wife's like let's do this now like it's the middle of the day um <laughs> we're both <laughs> off please and uh it it didn't disappoint which we'll go into later but you know brinket you have gone to new zealand you've i mean god we we're talking about it on the phone earlier and you we just talked about the end of the last episode where the you know the water and the volcano and it brings you know exactly where that is. you you were there taking photos. Where do you think um where do you think the show's going? We only got, I mean I only found out we only have two episodes left, and I'm sort of getting fomo, but I'm also getting happiness that season two is already in production and filming is underway, whereas House of Dragon isn't starting till March next year. So the slow burn of the the next season will be for House of Dragon. But I think Amazon don't have the time to waste. So they got to get more content on there pretty quickly. But where do you think this is going, Brinks, in the final two episodes?
2: There's not a lot to go by because it's kind of off, off script to some of Tolkien's stuff. There's not a lot of text that good. we can go, yep, yeah, that that's, that's what's going to happen next. But I think we're at a point now where you can start stitching things together with the characters that we know uh, where the story of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings ends up. So... I think it's quite clear after episode six that um, Mount Taranaki where uh, the, the film location in New Zealand that's was known to be Mount Doom in Lord of the Rings um, and to see that volcano explode and um, you know a few things start to definitely unfold so the, the questions now come are uh, well who's who's Sauron there's a couple of people that, um, it Brand. could be Halbrand. could be those white fellas. I called
1: that four <laughs> episodes ago. That's my prediction, I reckon. Yeah, well, there was another
2: theory that I saw yesterday where uh, those uh, the, the king or the, the undead kings that uh, they use as mercenaries in return of the king, there's a bit of chainmail on uh, the king's uh, armor that matches mm. Halbrand's. So that's a good Ooh. sort of link up there for, for that. If he's not Sauron. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting to see what's going to happen. Obviously Isildur as well. Um, he must do some great things to sort of become a uh, king of the men in Middle Earth and, and lead well, the isn't charge. isn't his,
0: but his here. father was the king though, like. In Numenor. Because like, in the book, yeah, the line of kings was broken from, because from, of him. Like, so, because I mean, we see younger Sildor and Ellen Deal, and like, you know, Galadriel gives Frodo the light of Elendil. The light of Elendil. So yep. I think we might get that sort of little gifting story. might see some nice shiny daggers too. <laughs> or a lock of exactly. hair. Exactly. Um, but look, um, the,
2: the what was missing from episode six, there was nothing on Elrond and uh, Durin. There was no update where they're up to. But uh, from what I've read, and seeing some of that stuff went a little off script around the uh, Mithril, where that Mm. came from. I thought the story of how that um, came to be and where it came from was pretty good, was pretty compelling um, around the fight that Sauron or Morgoth had with um, one of the the elf leaders and the lightning came down and took the the dark power from Sauron uh, and the good from the elves and turned it into Mithril. Uh, That's pretty cool. Um but yeah, I think there's gonna be some dark turns with that. There's obviously a bit of deception with why Elrond went to the dwarves to to get help. Uh obviously he was used as a as a pawn to get some stuff done for the elves. Um what are your thoughts, Josh?
1: Uh yeah, look I think that they're definitely I think he's sort of I think obviously Sauron's behind the scenes all here. He's basically gotten the year of is it Celebrimbor, you know? Yeah saying hey if you want to make some cool stuff you're going to need a really cool forge if you want to you know i think it's because his dad or his grandfather whatever was was a was a was the legendary sort of builder of things so it's like he wants to have a crack of building some things so he's he's got them to to build this because he seems very rushed he's like i need this forge like i need it as at like soon as like I think that maybe even the whole idea that the elves are are dying off and they did Mithril might be just bullcrap to get him to hurry up and get his ass gear to build this forge so Sauron can start making his rings, <coughs> um, yeah, and I I think Helbrand's been installed as king of the king of the South now, which is effectively becoming Mordor now. It's got a great big volcano in the middle of it, um, but who knows how long that could take. Um, I'm not sure what else is going on, what's going on in there. So. Yeah, I like Galadriel as well, it seems like she's kind of been used in the middle of this as well without kind of realising it. She sort of brought the Numenoreans involved. I don't, I'm not quite sure what whether they just hang around now or whether they go and they come back or they mm. leave some people there and that's why sort of Isildur's dad becomes the king there because he's like, well, you stay here and, you know, we've got to keep an eye on this now because there's orcs and we, we can see that this is going on. But um and then, sort of, the other elf and and the hottest woman in Middle Earth, the only lady who's allowed to show shoulders in Middle Earth, basically whether they all, you know, join the kingdom in the Southlands as well, and what's going on with her creepy kid? Um,
2: I, I thought he, I thought he was Sauron, like way, way, way back. I thought I felt a darkness in him, <laughs> and when he picked up that um, Morgul blade, uh, whatever, yeah, whatever that blade is, I thought, mm. yeah, here, here we go. This guy's going to become a servant of. Morgoth or something like that. Well, it was just interesting, the guy the guy is kind of the most interesting
1: character for me is the, what's his name? He's like the Dark Elf. Basically, the Elf is sort of the father of the Orcs there. Is that his name? Dark Elf. Whatever he is from, yeah, it's Christopher Eccles. The Puerto Rican Elf. No, 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 not the Dark, no, 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 I mean the Dark, like the Elf that went dark. That's Uncle Benjen from Game of Thrones. excuse you, thank you. Yeah, you guys so quick to jump. Excuse me. Um, yes. We'll, we'll um. it all out. Um, Jeff Kennedy will let it for us. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just find it quite fascinating that he sort of, that he he was basically just kind of like, I took my, like I, I was mates with Sarah and I was involved in Sarah on, but I took my orcs and left because he treated us like crap and we're kind of doing this independent of him and he said that he killed him. He might have even thought that he did kill him um, and he was kind of running solo, for, do, trying to do this for himself. But again, he might have just been completely manipulated. Again, Saron seems to be like the guy who can basically just sort of manipulate anybody to do whatever he wants. And they, I know this this seems like a long show, but you know this this story is supposed to really go for like these people live for like thousands of years, so they're mm. not afraid to play the long game.
2: Um, who's that guy? I, I've I've only watched the episode once, the last one, and a lot happened <laughs> at the end of that episode. The guy that got the um the Morgoth. Blade or that hand, or put a sword through it and put it into yep. the ground. To he was the walk. bloke
1: from the um, from the village who basically went and turned sides with the orcs. Ah, right. oh, okay. So yeah. there's a bit at the end where they're leaving the they're leaving that the because the, they they're in the tavern and they've got all the people surrounded. And then when the new show up, he says, "I've got a job for you." Where basically he switcheroos the he gives him the sword. And then when yep. Gladriel tracks him down, it's a it's not it's a hammer or whatever it is, an axe or something. They, the so, and they use it around.
0: He's used to sort of set off the the use it to
1: set off the, the dam explosion, unleash the water. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know whether that. I mean, obviously he thinks he's doing that for himself because he wants the explosion to get the you know the the seals in the air so the orcs can have a place to live and it's you know they don't have to worry about the sun. But, again, I think it's that thing where it's just like he's just being manipulated by Sauron. So I was just like, yep, I'll make this guy think that he's doing it for himself, but really he's just doing it for me while I'm off pulling all the other strings.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Some other um, uh, updates we haven't had was the Stranger as well. So what do we make of the Stranger? Is he uh, a wizard? Is he just a stranger? Is he Sauron? No, I don't think he's Sauron. I think... Uh, it, it could be Saruman, could be Gandalf, could be just. It should, it should have been neither. baby, baby Gandalf. Um, that would have. Um, baby but I mean the the affinity that the hobbits have for Gandalf and vice versa. To me, there's plausibility that you know the halfwoods taught him how to speak and how to do some basic uh, humanistic things uh, that he becomes, uh, you know, Gandalf and and has his underlying power that he can become a great wizard.
1: Yeah, he might even lead them to the Shire as well. Eventually, too. It's just like, hey, look, this. You know, I know you guys like travelling and stuff. But if I manage to find you someplace, that's actually quite nice to live that you don't want to leave. Maybe you can you can um, put the carts away. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about the timelines of who turned up when in these ages and things. And I guess they're condensing this stuff anyway, so maybe it doesn't matter. Um, Are not there like other wizards as well? There's well? supposed to be five. There's Rattigast like Radagast, the or Sylvester. Or Sylvester yeah, yeah, I know Sylvester McCoy, but there's Saruman, like Saruman the White, two
0: up, two, and two that two that the, uh, like knows them. He, he he's read the books and he he was shooting off their names, and me and Bringher were like, yeah, that guy. Mm. Um <laughs> But it would be weird if it was Gandalf because I mean, isn't Saruman supposed to be like the the the, the main? I mean, he was originally he was good. Um
2: apparently gandalf came to middle earth before saruman okay. and they they're not born as babies they're born as grown men so that's all i know from some of the um the lore the tolkien lore
0: well, i mean the good thing is like you know it's been 6 hours you know we we i mean i love seeing you know the um the dwarves in, inside the mountain i mean the scenery and photography there was just you know amazing um great to see I me mean, my wife was like how do they do this kind of architecture and i'm like it's it's a show like um and they're, they're very very good at what they do i mean they have they had like
1: like a bazillion gajillion dollars you know that amazon you know that amazon things you buy on amazon you're all contributing to it
0: it's nice to get something back mm, but i mean you can definitely see the money that's being spent because i mean it's just it stands so far apart from anything. I mean, it, it, some stages even look like a video game quality, good, and and then you know the scenery as well. They would have spared no expense. I feel like John Hammond is like, it's just like <laughs> spared no expense on this. Um, and I think they're not
1: shooting in New Zealand next. Haven't they? Aren't they decamping to the UK now? So oh, really. Yeah. Which I have a feeling might have – I mean, I don't know. The, I don't, the New Zealand film industry is a bit weird these days. I think there's sort of weird union stuff that goes on there a lot. But I think they wanted to definitely get the credibility and I, they needed to trade on the goodwill of the movies, I think, even if they weren't associated with it at least to start this to sort of get the ball oh, rolling. Wow. And I think now that the show are a hit, they can be like, all right, we'll, we'll just go to the UK and we'll just keep this going.
0: Well, everyone—they um, probably got a lot of. Content everyone's from the and- island, the UK, and Scotland, and <laughs> flying all these people out to yeah. New Zealand, especially during COVID as well. When like, you know, some of them probably couldn't even leave at one point while they were filming. They were they were stuck there. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully, it doesn't mean a lack of production
1: value, but I don't think so. I think it'll just, you know, I think they're all in on this. I think it's been proved to be successful and has got is it how many episodes Two. left? Two,
2: one, so nine episodes or eight?
0: Is that, is that your baby? Oh dear, we are. Uh, I remember bring, those bring days. We've got a one year old, and um, so he's he's coming to us on paternity leave, so he he he, he may have to bolt. <laughs> No, no, no. Jazz, Jazz
2: came home. That's why she's awake because the dog barked. Oh, dear. Ah, there you go. So my system was watertight, and then
0: <laughs> your dog's been burying burying holes under under the house, and the 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 water has just exploded. And now you've become mortal. Yeah. Oh. Someone, so do you think? Like, how much twisted of this- a blade in the front door? <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's like the sink <laughs> filled up.
1: Um, like, do you think they'll resolve? I mean, now that they. I mean, I know that they filmed all this before they announced a second season, but I think the plan was always to be five seasons or whatever I think it was. I think that's the they've got scripts for five seasons. So I don't think we're going to necessarily get everything being round up in a nice little bow. But I think, like you said, I think the Meteor Man will be resolved who that is. Um, I think Halbrand will be revealed as Sauron. That's my theory. Or at least you'll get to see whoever Sauron is, or you'll get to see Sauron. That'll be the, the kicker at the yeah. end. Um I don't know about any other characters that need to be resolved. I guess it'll might be
0: a sting of just like I'm gonna make some rings. Dun dun, it, you know, that'll
1: be how <laughs> it'll do you we'll see some, the you know, rings
0: like- ready to go. Or, I mean in two episodes, what, they had to build the forge, which I don't know. It's gonna be hard. And then make
1: well, the rings Well, forge is nearly done. I think last time we checked in with the Forge it was nearly okay. done.
2: So yeah. Yeah, are they using the Mithril for the rings or do you think they're using that to build an Elven army that's like ready for battle? Do you think there's something, you know, in the next age where there's going to be a battle between Sauron, Orcs, Elves, men, that the Elves are worried about their, uh, I guess, future existence on Middle Earth and they want to build, um, you know, special armor that's going to keep them alive as long as possible?
1: Yeah, I think the Mithril's a ruse. Like I think that this might be the thing that makes basically makes the dwarves and the and the and the elves turn on each other yeah. <laughs> to a point because I think that basically they'll you know because he he convinces um, Durin to say All right we'll give you some we'll give you the the myth roll and blah 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 and then I think they'll just turn around <laughs> and it turns out they don't need it or they're using it for something that they didn't think they need to and the dwarves are like what the hell man like I thought we were cool and now you guys can get the hell out of here um but yeah I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Again, it depends how much they wrap up. If they wrap, they wrap everything up. But I think those rings, at least the beginning of them, being planned, or whether it's just you know, because I think it's I don't know, the rings that go out. Sauron makes the One Ring. That's right, and all well, the others get no, made there's, by. There's nine give the to the men,
0: five to the drawers, and seven, seven to seven the, the, drawer. the drawers, and, and th- there's only three for the elves. Wasn't there? No, I think, yeah. Um,
1: but he gets – so Sauron gives those out basically or at least convinces him to make them and then gives them as gifts because everyone's dumb enough to take stuff from Sauron. But I think he pretends to be somebody else or whatever he does. Yeah, how, um, how does, how he does Sauron get he away he still with makes, this? I mean surely – I don't know. This is, this is what they're going to uh, – Well, people don't talk. This is the thing. It's, like, it's not like you could just pick up the phone or take a photo of somebody. This
0: shady guy <laughs> yeah. in a black cape gave me a ring and I think you should take your one too.
1: I don't think. It's, I think he he actually like changes his appearance to look like somebody who's quite trustworthy. I think. I think that's whole the whole. I think
0: the darkness
2: of the ring would consume him and turn him into something more more dark. I think he'd probably still be human form when all of this happens.
0: So, do you think Sauron is how Brand Michael? Um,
2: it's possible. I've got no um, no evidence to suggest for or against, but I think the little feud that he's he's had with. Um, as uh, ada the dark elf
0: yeah, there's a, there a lot of bad blood there um, yeah they kind of they definitely knew each other mm. yeah well i mean it's exciting because i mean there's two episodes to wrap it up and i don't think they they need to do much you know dense storytelling now it can it can be you know all action jackson um get to the finish line now and the good thing is this we've got at least two hours of content to fill, so it's not going to be like, you know, if it was just a 40-minute episode, it'd be a lot to wrap up. But uh I think it's going to be pretty heavy now.
1: There's, there's? Yeah, I think it's going to just move. All the pieces are going to move into place to answer the questions and to set up. The a end of it will be basically that those, yeah, will be those rings <laughs> are basically either finished or being worked on, and that'll be the kicker the, at the end. Just and polishing them up
0: nice and clean and and that.
1: Yeah, or however it works, yeah. So I think it'll be, everything leading up to that will be to get, everybody where they need to be, so it'll be, again, I don't know enough about what the Numenorians are doing, but at some point they obviously start setting up camp and kingdoms <laughs> in Middle-earth because Isildur's dad becomes the king. So, you know, he's already, you know, a bloke in his probably 50s or whatever, so he's going to have to get a wriggle on. What about
0: the the, the dreams the Queen Regent were having with the, the water and, the, you know, the tsunami and stuff? Surely that's going to play into things or?
2: Well, I think that dream came true, didn't it? But it wasn't in Numenor. So the, so is, is, that, is that
0: sort of a predestribution from the creation of Mordor?
2: Well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's foreshadowing like the men of Numenor being caught out by this, you know, dam bursting and a flurry of water coming through, whether that happened in Numenor or Middle Earth. I think I, I took that as that dream coming true that... um because, you know, all those leaves are falling off the tree um, just as they're about to hop on the ships and leave and then nothing happened after that. That was part of that same dream, wasn't it? Mm.
0: Does it actually sink in well, the it, end? It, or is it st- it, the last thing when I it, went in the, in the Queen's dream, it, the, the water was just taking over the whole, destroying the whole city. And it's just- Yeah. So I don't know whether they, like I said, I don't know whether they go back after this and
1: say, hey, you know, we've got to start setting up shop in Middle Earth because it's our duty to do so. Or whether the place sinks and the people escape, and then they all go back to Middle Earth anyway, or whatever. I don't. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think they'll be. Again, how
0: much they end up, what they end up doing at the end of this, we'll have to wait and see. Well, it's exciting. I mean, I'm I'm super pumped for Friday. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to watch the last episode again. I mean, this is the thing. It's hard to. F- I mean, we have lots of time between episodes, but finding time to watch the episodes again. I mean, I, I've only watched House of Dragons once, Andor once, Rings of Power once. I really need to. I I'll, I'll like to get a second and third one eventually in, but um, <laughs> I watch. Casey fall asleep. Well, I am not I'm not I'm not including the rewatch as, as a second watch. That's just the one. But <laughs> super pumped for um season two. Sorry, the next season, episode seven. But um let's move on to House of Dragon. How was how you how are you finding it as a whole, Josh? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I kind of like, you know, I enjoyed Game
1: of Thrones, watched it all the way through. And I wasn't it invested enough that I got mad about the way it ended? I was kind of just like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's how it's ended and, you know, cool, that was enjoyable enough. Um, but I was keen to watch this. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Matt Smith. I think he's very cool. I like Paddy. Paddy Constantine's always been someone I've always really liked as well. So I was kind of like, oh, cool, it's good that he's got something that's really high profile. Um, and, yeah, the f- <laughs> the first episode probably shook me around the most, more than any of them, but we've certainly – Certainly been pretty compelled at our house to watch it and it's been good. You know what, I've never read the book. I don't know anything about the the history of those characters or anything like that, so it's all sort of up in the air. But it's all very Game of Thronesy. It all seems, you know, it's dragons and blood and gore and all that intrigue and they've, they've done a really good job to sort of remind people about the things that they liked about it and it seems to be sort of rolling along pretty well. People
0: seem pretty happy with it. That's a pretty good summation. What are you, bring?s What are you enjoying the most out of this this TV show? other than dragons?
2: <laughs> um, I think just a, a story that we don't know where, where it ends up yet. Um, I, I kind of like prequel trilogies or pre, yeah, prequel trilogies. sort of movies or trilogies to stories that we love. Like well, Game of Thrones was year after year, eight episodes. Every every year a new season came out. Um, it was not, 10, eight, 10, eight 10, episodes, 10, eight, 8, 7, 6. But, yeah, eight, eight seasons of... You know, good stuff. And every year, as the new season came out, you rewatch yeah. the whole series again to for the hype. So to get something that's kind of a prelude or a prequel to that, um, and it's it's only one hundred and sixty or two hundred years. One seventy two. One seventy two. <laughs> that was very specific. You no, pulled no, that, that that's number the out. Number,
0: that's the number.
2: I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. I, look, I like that. I kind of like seeing stuff and trying to think and problem solve who's who and um, all the lineages and, you know, the familiar house names and some of the ancestors of, of the <coughs> people from Game of Thrones. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I didn't rate the casting as soon as it started. I thought, oh, this is going to be, you know, a bit B grade. There's no sort of heavy hitters in, in this, but I, I really don't think it matters now um, to the point where at there's some the characters have really developed and, um oh, look, I don't know about the age jumps. There's another age jump next episode with the kids. Um, Oh, yeah, uh, It it threw me a little bit watching the latest episode going, which which kids kids, which um, and who's who and we're going to have to do that again next. But I think we'll know who um, Amon is because he's got, an eye missing, which is pretty good.
1: <laughs> which is handy. We'll do some work for you. <laughs> if yeah. there's two blonde kids and one's missing an eye, at least you can tell which one's the I know he got he got over that pretty quick. Like considering, yeah, he's
2: like, yeah, fuck it. I've got a drag. Now. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'll just and he's
1: just got like these horrific stitches in his face.
2: But um, Vega must be that must be a huge win for um for the Hightower family and and Targaryens to have that dragon um in, in their ranks to get it off the uh, Valerians, so,
0: yeah, it's Well, I mean, cool. yeah, they were saying it this last episode, and I thought it was, it was so good. Like, it was the best Game of Thrones in years, they were saying, includes, you know, House of Dragon and Game of Thrones. Like, um, you know, and it, for the most part, it's just people standing around talking. And at one stage, Matt Smith's like, oh, loving the drama, and he's not, for once, he hasn't caused it. <laughs> um, I know we haven't seen um,
1: Andor yet, but it, it seems to be like, implying that there's going to be a very sort of tense dinner party in the next episode of Andor that comes out tonight. So maybe this is just the golden age for really sort of like
0: awkward social events <laughs> and the compelling nature of people to just watch them. Just, just give us a, do, you, do you actually think we're going to see that dinner party at Andor or is this going to be glossed over? No no they'll definitely they'll it'll play a part in it I think
1: sorry the the right, star wars a, talk but 67, well, no wait
0: 66 minutes until andor comes out cuz it comes out at 4:51 p.m. in Australian eastern standard time no it's isn't it daylight savings isn't it oh, later shit. now yet i didn't so lucky you didn't just plan I your did. day around it <laughs> <laughs> fuck. No, that's so why we yeah.
2: recording as soon as my baby goes down for an hour. Now ask me three
0: o'clock. Yeah, no, I planned this around that. But I was like, <laughs> so do I, is it two hours later now?
1: An hour later. So it'll be six. Oh, fuck. Um, so that's right around dinner. Prepping well, for bedtime. I, right, I, so I, you- I,
0: I, 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 my wife goes to pick up my son from daycare and I, I get about 50% of the episode on the drive while she's there. And then <laughs> I sneak the rest when she, when she's back and just finish off. So, uh, anyway.
1: No such luck. I'll, 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 no make, such it luck. I'll make it
0: work. But I mean, I, the previews for this one, the next episode look really, I mean, it looks like poor mate Patty is, is no more. Um, he's poor like talk about aging terribly (laughs) like
1: he's just copped at the worst everybody's yeah he's just you know he's just he's sort of falling apart the seams a little bit the poor guy but uh and i i do feel a little bit sorry for him he 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 just kind of wants everybody to get along he just kind of wants to keep the peace a little bit and um you know but again i suppose that that opens up the uh the opportunity to sort of do a bit of behind the scenes stuff as well but um yeah, and it, it's it's a it's a lot more um condensed, a lot more focused this series, you know, like Game of Thrones had oh, you know all the Stark kids and all the Lannisters and you know all the in the sort of like then you're off to, to Night's Watch and all the you know there was like five or six sort of concurrent threads going and really you've got basically one or two that are kind of running here with the with a core group of characters. So it is um a little bit more not easy to follow, but it is a bit more of a condensed focused sort of
0: story as opposed to the to game of thrones Mm, no definitely definitely but you know i feel like i've transferred all of my happy goodwill from game of thrones and left all the the negative stuff from the ending behind and you know when when it comes around like it's just part. it's just good to have such have it back and i mean they announced snow the sequel yeah that'll be good to watch that's coming out maybe the end of the year i don't know i has that actually been
1: announced or is that just a, a, a rumour that hasn't no, been confirmed that- yet? Like is there actually, has there actually been a HBO like, you know, the, whatever the HBO equivalent of Kathy Kennedy has got up on a stage somewhere and said like, it, 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 you know, she's got the, like the laser pointer and said that in 2024 it's the Jon Snow adventures? Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's real. It's real. So Jon Snow series sequel cast, Game of Thrones gives an optimistic update. Jon Snow sequel gives an optimistic yeah. update. There's a massive desire for games, even after the disastrous series finale. But it's going to take more than a Targaryen-focused prequel to totally make things right. Yeah. So. Yep.
2: Snow uh, streaming New Year's Day. Twenty twenty-three. Mm. Uh, so end of next year. Or no, start of next year. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be s- streaming New Year's Day, two thousand twenty-four. Hmm. Wow. Anyway, but, yeah, there's uh, there's rumours already. You know, what if Drogon, uh, when he picked up Daenerys, flew her away and she's still alive and uh, she comes back into this series? That would be awesome. Is George
1: R.R. R. Martin involved in the Jon Snow one? Or is he sort of washing his
2: hands of it and just yes, like, hey, no, no,
1: no, I reserve H- the H- right H- to contradict anything at the after after this as
2: I see fit. HBO H- confirms that they're already working with George R. R. on a sequel to Game of Thrones about Jon Snow. Kit Harington will return to the role. Well, that's
0: exciting. Yeah, that's very exciting. Mm. So
1: you reckon they'll do? I mean, yeah, two one season on, one season off of these shows. You, know, you said yourself that House of the Dragon might be delayed. Well, yeah, the, the, the- they'll just do concurrent years or something where they'll be mm-hmm. like, well, we'll do the Jon Snow year
0: and then we'll do the House of the Dragon year. Well, if, if they've only got 10 ep- episodes, that means it'll only go for three months. It'll finish literally before the, even the filming starts of the, of the thing. So I think there'll be a – I don't know. I think you'll get two hits side by side. You know, this will finish. When's this finishing? It was ten episodes we've still got four to go. It'll basically have a month off and then back on it and then I think they're gonna hit you with snow, house of dragon, and then there's a year wait and then bang bang so I mean, it's awesome i mean i I feel like <laughs> they've really you know reignited the fan base they've probably picked up a lot of new fans and it's it's you know it's been wildly successful um it did feel familiar to be like, oh, like sitting down Monday
1: night and then like, you know, do I'm like, oh, right, we're back here again. You know, it had been a couple of years. I think I remember watching <laughs> yeah. the first episode of the last series of Game of Thrones at Chicago, Celebration Chicago, with a bunch yeah. of people. <laughs> and we all gathered around to one, to one of the houses where everybody was and we watched it. And I just remember everybody kind of going, yeah. That was it. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think that was the day we'd seen, like, the Rise of Skywalker trailer and you know, everybody was a Star Wars hype. The, the, was, there was no time left and everyone was just like. <laughs> yeah, everybody was all sort of a bit flat, I think, by the end of it. But uh.
2: I think what I like about um, House of the Dragon is that we know the Game of Thrones lore, like we know what maesters are, we know what the king's court and the council is, we know all the house names. Uh, you generally know that some shit's going to go down as well that, Whatever you might like to have happen, the opposite is going to happen with a bit of blood and gore. So it's, it means that they can jump straight into a good storyline without having to establish what all of those things mean. Um, which I think Game, Game of Thrones season one did a lot of that establishing work on, you know, how, how that stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, and the good thing about these sort of shows that are, Middle Ages, I suppose, is the aesthetic, as you'd call it, whether it be Rings of Power or or House of Dragon or whatever it is, is that, you know, stuff doesn't really move on in a thousand years. That Technology-wise, you're not kind of getting jarring, like, oh, all of a sudden they're in spaceships or driving cars. <laughs> it's just like, well, they're still using swords, they're still in castles, they're still on horses. Hmm. Um, they're, they're in sort of any major jumps in even just design aesthetic and things, you know, you can sort of see maybe rings of power. You kind of go, oh, okay, you can see where design aesthetic slightly moving backwards a little bit as far as stuff that's informing things, but nothing major. You know, like you talk about something like The Phantom Menace where you go like, wow, this looks nothing like, <laughs> like Star Wars did and it's only 30 years earlier or whatever it is. But, um, yeah, so I think it's a lot easier to sort of make those jumps um, you know, visually, like you said, for people to understand what's going on and kind of understand the, the rules and the world building and what's possible and what's not possible.
2: Yeah. No, it's cool. I love it. I think of all new content, although this is a podcast around Lord of the Rings and <laughs> the Rings of Power, House of the Dragons definitely the hit series for me in 2022. Yeah, no. Nah. After, after Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a good year. We've, we've been blessed for content. There's plenty to watch, plenty to talk about. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna hold fire because you know, Andor is getting juicy. House of Dragon has definitely got the yellow jersey on at the moment, but Rings of Power has, you know, that with episode six. And, you know, I think with it being the penultimate episode coming out Friday, they, the, you know, the, the prelim tends to be the bigger one than the finale. So I think just hold your powder because I think it could be. We'll see who sticks the landing best. Exactly. exactly. I think it's going to be a big finish and, uh, oh, I'm pumped. Like there's just so much goodness to come. Tales of the Jedi comes out in three weeks. Although you've seen the first episode, Josh, so you can sit there <laughs> smugly. I have. About without- it's just it's a weird thing. Like, sorry, just to interrupt. Like, I know,
1: you're you're around my actually. But you guys are both probably my age, so I, I talk about like that I'm old and. But like growing up as a kid, you know, obviously we didn't have streaming and stuff like that. But it was always like all the good television was on at a certain part of year, and then basically when you got to a certain time of the year, whether it be sort of September, October, and then you have like summer programming. And basically, that's when all the crap would come out, and all the you know like occasionally stuff would sneak through because you get stuff from America that they would trial, but you know it, you never traditionally got anything decent to watch past about September, <laughs> yeah. growing up, and even when you got a little bit older, probably just before streaming, like all the good shows and things would always be in that sort of American window of like prime time or whatever. Um, and now, like you said, now we've got this world where we'll run House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and or all we'll run to November. Um, you know, we've had previous years where Book of Bobovitz come out in the new year. I think Mando Season 3 will be out sort of early next year as well. Um, it doesn't really it let doesn't. up. It does
0: We're going to have t- Tales of the <laughs> Jedi, Bad Batch, um, Jon Snow, and then Mando Season 3, Ahsoka. Fuck me, it's going to be so much stuff. Who cares that we don't have a movie? There is literally... And then they'll probably have Rings of Power season two straight after the after Ahsoka.
1: Well, are they going to try and get that out? They'll try and get that out. Like they'll want to own that time of year, won't they? They'll say so like September, whatever September October is Rings of Power time for the next five years. Like we want to be able to show it, shoot it, get it out, um, and own that time slot. You know, Amazon, that's Amazon time, baby.
2: Might have been come quicker. We, we're probably held up with COVID and a lot of filming restrictions I had. They might be able to pump, punch out some seasons a lot quicker. Um, but definitely I want it to be this time of the year next year. Yeah, we used to have a lot of hiatus even on the American stuff. Um, but certainly I remember it like November, you sort of get the reruns of um, all the TV shows because they stopped production and uh, there's a bit of cricket. Yeah, I just watch cricket.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like,
1: basically what are you doing? I, you know, I'll happily watch December, cricket December, as well all, all, just like all the time. Killing, but, uh,
0: killing time with cricket until the footy season starts, and then yeah, 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 but yeah. No, it should be good. Josh, thanks for joining us, buddy. It's always a pleasure to chat anything Star Wars, anything Dragon or Hobbit related. <laughs> tell, uh, tell the good listeners where they can find you on your multiple podcasts.
1: Alright, well, you know, if you want in- cutting insight, Lord of the Rings content, go to In Deep Geek, <laughs> which is a completely different YouTube thing, uh, station, and I get nothing for that, but I just like him. Um, yep, yeah, I do a Star Wars podcast, or Star Wars spelt out, that uh, Matt's been on a few times, and I do a Peppa peak podcast with my buddy Matt Frost- we review every episode of Pepper Pig and currently in Andor season with uh, our friend Catherine Neen who is one of the world's biggest Andor fans so she's been jumping on and we're doing reviews on Andor um, as they come out and I think we're going to have a special guest tonight if we can make make it work as well so maybe by the time you hear this it'll already be out No, no, but, no, um, no, no we have, I was no, even we have contemplating edit.
0: it'll it'll be out before this is out
1: um, I was even contemplating trying to see if I could live stream it on YouTube while we did it but I don't know whether I yeah, well, that's for another production meeting. But uh, yeah, and just look, look, look for those uh, out there. So give them a listen.
0: Now, thank you for coming, Josh, because it definitely gave us the push to put us put another episode out. Me and Brinks have uh, it's it's tough with newborns. Where hold on, they're not that new anymore. They've they've they they've already had their name day. Um, they're one. One <laughs> mine's one and a half. So, uh, but they're still tough to manage, and they're a very, very volatile force. And your I believe your one is woken up now. Brinks, is that right?
2: yeah <clears throat> so jazz is still in on on the work clock and doing my job
0: so um we need to end this podcast now so brinks can get yelled at
2: Yeah, in the, in the words of gandalf
0: <laughs> well thank you guys great to chat and uh we'll be sure to reconvene again once the rings of power has ended but Brinks, you and i will we'll be back next week I'm going to commit to that. For sure. For sure. Good to have you, Josh. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Take care.